are listening to Law and Gospel on this Rumination Tuesday, March the 5th in the year of our Lord, 2019. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me in the studio is Pastor Mark Smith. Hi, Mark. Hi, Tom. Beautiful snowy day out there. Sun's out. It's icy. It's, yeah, yes, but it's it's clear. The, the roads are clear, at least. Well, it better and the sky be. is blue. I'll tell you why they better be clear. I've got six sermons to preach in the next five days. Oh, man, man. Yeah. I'm preaching here at Synod. Time to go to the files. <laughs> I'm preaching here at Synod. No, they have to be different. Today, then tomorrow and Ash Wednesday for two congregations. Then Thursday, I have two more congregations for Ash Wednesday. Friday, I have a funeral. And Sunday, I have two congregations that I'll be preaching at, which is each one around about a 400-mile round trip. Well, Tom, you're just in such big demand. Uh, Your golden voice. I I do so bad that they want me to come back to see if I can improve it. (laughs) So I better not lose my voice. That's right. You better be careful. And in today's chapel, they've got down that um, there's going to be a a brute... A group of kids there, LCEF High School Entrepreneur Competition. Hmm. Does that ring a bell? Not at all. No, no uh, kidding. That's interesting. They're entrepreneur competition on the high school level. Who's in high school? I don't know. I, I, I went around and asked some people. I say, what are they going to, during my sermon, are they going to be wrestling or boxing or what kind of competition <laughs> you know, is there's, going on? There are so many new things in high school these days. We, I, you know, I went to high school in an era, they, they didn't even have girls basketball. <laughs> you know, now they've got robotics, uh, entrepreneurship, as you say. Yeah. I mean. Uh, For this Tuesday, March the 5th, in the year of our Lord, 2019, we're taking a look at, supposedly we're supposed to be looking at a mighty fortress. That's what's selected. But we've done that so many times <laughs> that I felt, why don't we take a look at a hymn that's really going to be talking about the gospel for, and what is the mighty the fortress does not talk about the gospel. No, there's nothing in there about the temptations of Jesus. That's oh. what the gospel. Obviously, you haven't looked at your gospel reading yet. Well, the temptation of Jesus is yeah. always a Lenten reading. Yeah, and that's oh Lord throughout these forty days. That's what it's talking about. It's talking about Lent. And we're reminded of the 40 days of temptation of Jesus in the wilderness. Well, I'm finally happy that you realize we're out of Epiphany. Almost. Today's Shrove Tuesday. It's the last day of Epiphany. I'm hanging on to it. You know what I look forward to on this particular day? Pancakes. Nope. (laughs) Close to it, though. What's the big... uh... Oh, hot cross buns. Yes. Yes, hot cross buns. Yeah, I'm going to be stopping, but I doubt if there'll be a Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> hot cross buns. Boy, yes. those are good. But they only last about two weeks. Yeah. And then they're gone. I don't understand yeah. why somebody doesn't do that all year round. But uh, what is meant by Shrove Tuesday? Fat Tuesday. It's Fat Tuesday. That's what it means. Shrove. I, How did that I, come about? I, I don't know. That's what they call They say either Shrove Tuesday or Fat Tuesday. And it's the idea, you know, it's that old idea of, hey, indulge yourself as much as you can before you begin to dine yourself correct. for Lent. Yes. That's the idea. Pancakes, whatever, you know. And what does your church give up for Lent? Uh, we do not 
place flowers on the altar during Lent. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what we do. We don't do the alleluias. Right. No alleluias and the glory and excelsis. Yeah, and the glory and excelsis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So once in a while you pick a hymn, you know, during Lent. And, uh uh-oh, an alleluia snuck in. Yeah, I look carefully and at people all f- hymns. People catch that, you know. They say, oh, they Pastor, do. we sang an hallelujah today. <laughs> and I say, well, today's Sunday, which isn't part of Lent. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, there's still a tradition. I talked to Pastor Whedon about that because, and he said, what does no, he it's say? just part of the tradition that uh-huh. uh, since it's within Lent, although yeah. not a Sunday of Lent that they still stay away from the hallelujahs, saving them for Easter. Yeah, have you ever made the distinction there? This is the Wednesday of Lent, but it's the Sunday in Lent. Oh. Yeah. Whenever you say, this is the fourth Sunday in Lent, not of Lent. Yes, I'm, I'm looking at my notes for this Sunday coming up. It says first Sunday in Lent. Yeah. And the Wednesdays are of Lent. Eh? Of Lent. Every other week, every other day is of Lent, except for Sunday. Boy, you always learn something. Boy. Even when, even with me, right? Especially. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I asked you to come on. I don't want to bring somebody on that I can't learn anything from. <laughs> oh, Lord, throughout these 40 days, was this written by Martin Luther? No. Claudia Herman, Herneman. Claudia Herneman came up with the text. Yes. Um, who do you think he is? I think it's a lady. You're right. <laughs> uh, it, it's included in her The Child's Book of Praise from London in 1873. And it was prepared by Gilbert E. Doan for a Lutheran Book of Worship. This particular tune, and that was kind of a nice tune, is one of 31 common tunes included in the 1635 Scottish Psalter. Um, It's called the Cathness Tune, C-A-T-H-N-E-S. In fact, the common tunes were provided to be sung to any of the psalms in common meter. When you do the psalms... On Sunday morning or the intro, do you sing it or no? They say, you no, say it? I, I I I say the intro. Do you? I speak the intro every Sunday. Yeah, but no, I've never we never sung it. I, you know, I just I just can't get into the melodies used for that. I, I just you know, it just yeah, I just don't like it. And and I you know I, I and I I guess I'm being a little selfish there. But uh, I do, I do read, I read the introits yeah. every Sunday and the gradual. You do the gradual? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm working with, um, on a regular basis, four congregations right now. They do it differently. One group says a whole gradual with me. The other one says parts of it. Another one, I do the whole thing. No kidding. How yeah. do you keep that straight? It took me four months. I guess so. To figure it out. And uh, then I have one organist, you know, the glory be to the Father. Yeah. It's supposed to be part of the intro, but he starts playing it right away. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember that's what my organist had done at St. James. Now, do you use the same setting, the same yeah. uh, of divine service 
divine service. Whichever divine service we're doing. Uh, three and four are the big ones, but tonight's or tomorrow night is going to be Vespers. Ah. Yeah. Mm. And so we're going to be... Boy, keeping that straight, that's... Yeah, it's just great, you know, um, having a lot of fun, no doubt about it. These are... Great well, people. You know those Great r- people. rural congregations. You betcha. Yeah. yeah, wonderful people. Salt of the earth, as I always say. Alrighty. You mean like, uh, I was going to say Sarah. No, who was Lot's wife? Oh, salt of the earth. No, 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 not like that. They're just they're just good, hearty people. No, I know. Yeah, the, you and uh, Pastor Krauski, good friend of yours and mine, you had uh, helped with, what, Vicarage? Uh... No, I had a I had a rural parish. No, 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 with him. With him? Oh yeah, we had a uh yeah. we had a uh summer vicarage. Summer vicarage. Down in the boot heel of Missouri. Yeah. Yes. Malden and Dexter. You had a lot Wonderful of fun there. Wonderful people. Yes. Okay, I think we've killed enough time so we'll have enough time to do uh, the whole Okay. Stands one, please. Oh Lord, throughout these 40 days, you prayed and kept the fast. Inspire repentance for our sin and free us from our past. Okay, why 40 days? That's 40 days that he went out in the wilderness right after he was baptized. He went, uh, he, uh, and what's that remind you of? 40 days of Lent. Yes, and? And the, and the, uh, for, let's see, 40 days that, uh, well, Moses went up on Mount Sinai. Wasn't he up there for 40 days? That's right. Yeah. I didn't know you know you, that one. You forgot about that one. Huh? No, no. I, I've got, and let's see, what else is 40 days? <clears throat> wilderness. Forty days in the wilderness. That's no, what I, no, no, no. Well, forty years in the wilderness. Yes. Forty years in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I've heard answers on what's the significance of forty. Yes. And I can't remember it off the top of my head. What is the significance of forty? That there, there's some significance there that we should know about. Like, you, can you give it to me? Seven or three has significance. Yes, right. Those numbers, right. Uh, the, the forty, I, I, I just think it refers back to the items in the Old Testament that were forty days, uh, forty years in the wilderness. Yeah, there, there's a, a few others off the top of my head. I can't think of them right now, but. Um, wasn't Elijah 40 days by the brook? Oh, by the brook Kidron. Yeah. Uh, no, not Kidron. Uh, 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 where he was uh, during the famine. Yeah, where yes. the birds came right. and fed him yeah, and right. things like that. Was he there 40 days? Uh-huh. I think that was one of them. Uh-huh. But there are about four or five of them. Yeah, right, where, there where are. The 40 uh, come in. And I've been told, I've been told a, a beautiful... Yeah, I can't recall uh, what you can't were re- told. Yeah, I can't. I can't recall it right now. Okay. But it was. It was really interesting. What I I remember reading. Oh. Well, ask her when you get home. I will. Yes, she'll know. <laughs> All righty. So throughout these forty days, and so from Ash Wednesday till Easter Sunday is forty days. Uh, minus the Sundays. That's right. Yeah. Uh, till, not till Easter Saturday, right? Through yes, Saturday. Just through From Saturday. Ash Wednesday through the Saturday, Holy Saturday before Easter, that's 40 days, and you, you minus the Sundays. Of those. Sundays are not included in those Lent. weeks. That's right. correct. Yes. And um, what is your theme? Uh, you know, I'm doing an interesting theme. Well, you always do an interesting I, I'm, theme. I'm really excited about it. It's, 
it's entitled, the overarching theme is, they confessed Christ in spite of themselves. And it, it deals with Jesus' enemies. And... Uh, the fact that they were, you know, they were adversaries of Jesus, but what they said uh, confessed the truth about him. Really? Yeah. And so... I'll give you the first you, two. The first one is... Yeah. Uh, the first one deals with uh, Judas Iscariot in the Garden of Gethsemane, who, who betrays Jesus with a kiss. Yeah. And uh, he's, and the, and the, the sub-theme is, he is the teacher. He is the rabbi. And uh Judas Iscariot is? No, Jesus is. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. well, he, you know, he gives directives to the rabble that have come to arrest him. Yes. The, the man that I kiss, he is the one. He's the teacher. And he's the rabbi. And uh then the the next one I'm doing that after that is he is the temple replacer. Remember when uh Jesus said destroy this, this temple, temple and, and they they accused him of saying, "Destroy this temple, and I will build it up in three days." Yes, See? and the Bible even says he was referring to his his body. Yes, yeah. So that's the second one. So those are just a couple examples. It's kind of a it's kind of an interesting theme. They and the, his enemies confessed Christ in spite of themselves. Yes, that that'll be kind of good. Yeah. To to show what they just different did say. angle on life. yes yeah you know it's always a challenge to present the gospel to present the passion narrative and the cross uh, in a fresh way you know it, that's always the challenge of of uh, of Lent why is that well I mean it's it's just I mean you know it's it just is um, I mean you could I suppose you could do the the seven words from the cross year after year after year and and you, and you do some of that especially during holy week well fortunately i have different kinds well, what's your theme? every year tell me tell me what theme you just told you fortunately i have different congregations every year so i do the seven words from the cross oh you do that <laughs> and somebody asked me tell me the order in which you're going to be doing them the organist wanted to know and i said turn to him 447 you know, because, I, well, if I remember finish. right, there's a little confusion there. In Go 447? ahead. 447? Well, I've heard the order. Let's see. That's the order I follow. Uh-huh. Is that the order you follow? Yeah, because they're not all in one book. Right. And so chronologically, right. you can't figure out just where right. it fits where. Right. But it makes it easier because that becomes the sermon hymn. Each word has three verses. Uh-huh. And so we do three verses each time. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. So So that's your theme this year. Yeah. And then I add things that I've learned during the year. I've got a few that I didn't have uh-huh. before. So stanza two of him 418. Stanza two. You strove with Satan and you won. Your faithfulness endured. Lend us your nerve, your skill and trust. In God's eternal word. Why does she talk in that way? Uh, again, um, she's talking, she's referring to the, the wilderness temptation. You strove with Satan. Right. And you won. But why does she say, um, in God's eternal word? Well, because he, you know, once again and again and again, 
He, he gets rid of Satan, not with his own almighty power. He could have twisted Satan around his finger and right. thrown him 100 miles. Yep. But instead, what does he do? He resorts to the word. He uses the word. as the, and, and he says, it is written. It is, every time he says, it is written, it is written, it is written. And Satan finally has to flee. And do you remember what book he took him from? Uh, let's see. The Psalms was one. No. Deuteronomy was all three. All three were from Deuteronomy. Yes. Well, I'm thinking of Satan's temptation. Oh, no, no. When he said, remember You're when right. he quoted from uh, Psalms? He, call, he quoted the Psalms, he says, he, he you twisted will not, it. You will not dash your foot against a stone. Yeah. The angels will bear you up lest you dash your foot. Exactly. Now, that was from the Psalms. But yes. that you're right. That was Satan's uh, ploy. Which is really important to understand that when the devil tempts us, he'll use scripture. Oh, yeah. Like Half-truths. Oh, well said. And uh, I, I, I say sometimes white lies, but I'm trying to figure out where does white lies come from? Why do we call them white lies? Well, because um, maybe they're said with a good intention. Oh. You know, like, oh, you know, lady asks you, how do you like my new hat? And it looks like, you know, it looks like a rat's nest, but oh, that's, that's a very nice hat. You see, that's a, that's a white lie. See, you don't no, want to hurt uh, the person's feeling. That's last kind of... time anybody's going to ask you that question at church. <laughs> well, <I'm... laughs> no, my, my women never wear rats. Well, uh, well no, never mind. You're just I'm just using it me. as an example, Tom. I know. It's I... just an example. Yes. Um... Yeah, that's like your wife saying, does this make me look fat? It doesn't matter what you say. Because <laughs> last time she asked me, well, not yeah. like usual. <laughs> does this make me look fat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. How do you get that? That's a loaded question. How do you get out of that one? Yeah. Oh, you're not fat? <laughs> no way. You never look fat. I'm talking about Louise. I'm not talking about you. Oh, you're not talking about your wife. Boy, you're digging it deeper. All righty. So he quotes scripture. Satan quotes scripture. Like he did with Eve. Yes. Yeah, sure. You'll become like God, God, knowing good and evil. Right. Yeah, a twist. Three. Though parched and hungry, yet you prayed and fixed your mind above. So teach us to deny ourselves since we have known God's love. Have you ever figured out why Jesus wasn't able to make bread from stones? Why would that have been a um, victory for Satan? Well, he he would have just, you know, give Satan what he, you know, played along with his game. You know, I, uh, I, I think a better question is, did Jesus deny himself Food and water completely during those 40 days? No, just food. Just food. It says food. He did find water. But he did not eat food for 40 days. Wow. That's That's a long time. why he refused to do it, because the 40 days weren't up. Right. Well, of course. Yes. And he had to do equivalent to the 40 years in the wilderness. Uh He... He was faithful yes. where Israel was unfaithful. Oh boy. Israel during that 40 sure. years was unfaithful. Everything he's the Israel reduced to one. He completed. Well said. No, that's good. He, he he All right, I'll read stanza 4. Be with us through this season, Lord, and all our earthly days 
that when the final Easter dawns, we join in heaven's praise. What's the final Easter? That's the resurrection. I mean, that's the last day. Yes. Final day, yes. Boy. That's kind of neat how he uh, ties in Easter, Jesus the first fruits of them that sleep, and he ties that into our own resurrection. Yes. You know, they're tied together. You can't deny one without denying the other. And you believe one, you believe the other. I did that a little bit with uh, Transfiguration. Uh-huh. Uh, when Jesus was transfigured, do you remember what the Greek word for that is? Uh, cocoon to a butterfly? Oh, um, no. Meta... Metanoia. No. No, no, that's repent. Metamorphosis. Uh, metamorphosis. Oh, yes. sure, sure, metamorphosis. And so the point I was making is that word appears again. And it refers to human beings being transfigured, so the Corinthians. And uh-huh. the word there is metamorphosis. Uh-huh, metamorphosis. So that we are becoming more and more like Jesus, mm-hmm. even in our earth. And then on Judgment Day, it's a complete metamorphosis yes. with new yes. bodies and such. Right, right, glorified bodies. Yeah. I just hope my wings are faster than yours, because I'll challenge you to a race. <laughs> you will, huh? Well, your answer to that is... There's no evidence we're going to have wings. We're not going to be no, angels. No. Yes. No. Yes. In fact, yes. we don't even know that that angels have wings. I know. I mean, that's an artist's rendition of them. Well, you got Isaiah six. Oh, you're right. What am I saying? Of course, the seraphim have six wings. What if am I? Anyone knows where Pastor Mark Smith is? <laughs> tell him we have a program going what, on right. Of course. What am I? I can't believe it. I said that. That is completely wrong. Seraphim are said to have six wings, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, how about the cherubim? Uh, they're little angels. And their pitchers only have two weeks. Okay. <laughs> I have to get going. Yes, I, I am. You're preaching. Preach. Yes. You're preaching at chapel. So you want to take the last five minutes, or should we play no, the No, let's play the hymn. Oh, we'll play the hymn. Yeah. It was such a beautiful hymn. Well, thank you very much for listening. Tomorrow we're going to be doing a Bible study. And for churches that are gathered together, and the Bible study we're going to be doing is the Old Testament lesson for this coming Sunday, first Sunday in Lent. Psalm 91. I'm Tom Baker, Pastor Mark Smith. God bless as you listen to the hymn.
possible, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.